Some mornings, I wake up, get some muffins baked, send the kid off to school, stretch, and I feel like a superhuman. And then there are the other days, the wake up an hour after the alarm, no coffee in the house, still gray outside kind of mornings. But there are small practices you can use to make for a better morning. And a Detroit-based podcast producer has the scoop. This is Stateside. I'm April Bear. Zach Rosen is the host of the Best Advice Show podcast. And he's here to dish out some petite and practical changes to make your morning that much smoother. Hey, Zach. Hi. I like being called petite and practical. (laughs) That was for the recommendations, not for you personally. I like it, though. It feels, feels fitting. Where do you stand on New Year's resolutions? Is this a thing that you do, either for a Jewish New Year or December 31st? Um, not in, I think, the way that like maybe the culture tells us to by making like these big sweeping goals. Um, and especially after having started this show, you know, it's been three plus years now, I think petite and practical is the way to go rather than grandiose and, you know, profound. And so the things that I think about I try to think about all year, but certainly in this season of intentions is like, you know, think of like your big goal and then like maybe downgrade it by like 5X, you know? I love that. So, I mean, my big goal, if we're going to even call it big goal, is to like improve my Google Cal game. Ooh, is yours the hot mess that mine is? Too many things, some of which we know will not actually happen in the course of the day? Well, I have to, so many things to do, but I don't schedule them. Um, uh-huh. I mean, I, like all the like meetings and interviews get scheduled, but then there's all this like in-between work, admin work, long-term thinking work, um, reflection stuff. I feel like that I need to program all of that. Otherwise, I just end up like watching Mission Impossible on like a Tuesday morning. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I mean, as a freelancer, especially, I'm just trying to like get organized. I'm trying to put myself in a position to like not even get ahead but just kind of stay afloat. So it's nothing it's nothing profound. It's like <laughs> to schedule more things on Google. It's so terrifying though because then if it's scheduled there's the possibility that it won't indeed get done. Well, also I'm trying to schedule um like artist dates, you know the artist date um when you go and go to the, the museum or mm-hmm. go to a movie um by yourself, just like stuff that's going to keep me fed um, artistically, like that needs to get scheduled, calling a friend, because that stuff you can often let fall through the cracks because you're like, oh, I have too much work to do. But like the best parts about being a human and the things that you're excited about, we should also like really prioritize as much as if not more than work. We invited you to talk about mornings mm-hmm. and and you brought some nuggets to share with us. Before we get to those, though, I wanted to ask if you have a morning routine. My morning routine is wait for one of the kids to come and say, Daddy, um, I'm hungry. I think there, there are those amazing parents who like somehow wake up before their kids and they're like, so I get like an hour on the Peloton. 15 minutes of meditation. 45 minutes to work on my novel. Yeah, right. I'm not that person. So I have, though, figured out that if I allow my kids to watch TV while they are eating breakfast in the morning, it enables me to do a 10-minute Peloton workout. Look at that. 
And 10 minutes a day is about as much as I can commit to with exercise. Um, and I have found that by by committing to talking about like, you know, dialing down these aspirational things, like I know I'm not going to go to the gym every day for an hour, but I can actually commit to 10 minutes a day. And when I do that, which I've been able to do, you know, most days, I feel like that's an early win. It's not nothing. I mean, they say even like just a little physical activity is definitely better than none. Yeah, yeah. And so like when we talk about morning routines, I feel like getting an early win and there's a number of ways to get that. My early win is a 10 minute workout. For folks who may not know, uh, the best advice show is sort of a call in show. People Mm -hmm. offer up bite sized pieces of advice for all kinds of different things. I mean, some of it's big life change and, you know, thinking it through stuff about career and relationships. Some of it very simple. Folks have, uh, I have no doubt, have heard bits of this on our show before that we've shared. I understand this kind of surprised me. You've mm. received multiple bits of advice about showers. <laughs> yeah, well, it happened organically where a couple, like a couple pieces of advice came in unsolicited or I asked people that I knew for advice and it happened to be like shower strategies. And then once I noticed that, shower I got... strategies. Yeah, yeah. That's the name of uh, my new... Uh, your band. Yeah, my new band. <laughs> Zach's um, new band. <laughs> um, but then I started soliciting for them because it's a it's not universal. I'm I'm actually not a morning shower. Are you? Uh, yes. Okay. I so am. so I think. But not everyone is. So a lot of people shower in the morning, and there are some opportunities inside that shower to kind of wrestle some control and um, kind of create some joy uh, the first thing in the morning. Especially now, like it's finally cold now. So if you're feeling like, oh man. This is just uh, another bleak, gray winter day in Michigan, and you need a sense of something else. Um, I think you should try this. Put an orange in the refrigerator um, overnight, and then first thing when you wake up in the morning, get that orange out of the fridge. And then you take that orange to the shower. And, you know, get the shower, like, steaming hot, and the steam and the heat... um, kind of like opens up your pores and your nostrils and your taste buds. Then you get to peeling that orange and then eating it. It's just such a pure little moment of absolute sensual wonder and joy first thing in the morning, right when you get up um, and have to face the day. Zach, this hits me in two polar opposite ways that are very deep for me. First of all, I love citrus fruits. Mm -hmm. Whenever I'm going someplace that I don't like or or doing something that I don't enjoy, like flying, I always take an orange or something with Uh. me just so I can peel back that peel and get the the sense of it. And that that gives you some comfort? It's the the best. It's the best ever. At the same time, I have an absolute ironclad rule about no food or drink in showers. None. You've never had a beer in the shower? Absolutely not. That's a great one, too. Absolutely not. Why? It's gross, man. You can clean off so easily. You get sticky from the orange. You're you're centimeters away from rinsing off. Because of you and Drew, I'm going to try it. You should try it. I mean, just the sensation you get on the plane, you can get that in the morning when you're like so cold. Okay, next nugget comes from Lauren Passell. Can you tell us who she is? Yeah, Lauren is, uh, she's kind of a famous podcast marketer. She listens to like probably 30 hours of podcasts a week. And she's someone who, during her morning showers, has been doing this thing um, that gives her a sense of joy early in the morning. And uh, 
she's committed to it so much so that it's like it's a huge part of her identity. Okay, this thing that I do every single day since I was five years old, and I didn't even tell anyone about it till I was 21. It was like a secret I had with myself, but I call it shower belly. And every single morning I get, it has to be bar soap. You get bar soap and you lather it on your stomach for a long time until there's a layer of soap. It has to be like a true layer. And then I draw in it and I call it my shower belly creations and it makes me really happy. And it's like a little ritual I have with myself. What did you draw today? Pizza. It's, it, <laughs> when I can't think of anything to draw, I usually draw pizza. Like one slice? Yeah, like a triangle. And then you can make toppings or for some reason a phone and for some reason Mary Poppins. Rainbows, stars, always up for new ideas. Like what does it do for you? I mean, I think part of it is that I've been doing it for so long. Maybe people can't enjoy it if they haven't been doing it their enti- almost their entire lives. But it is. It's like a little therapeutic. It feels like I'm really, really cleaning myself and taking care of myself. It's like the one time in the day where I'm not listening to a podcast or talking or, like, you know, it's like, you know, people say they have shower thoughts. You know, it's like it's like a good time to just think about yourself and and. The drawing in it, though, I think it just reminds me of it's like something playful and it makes me laugh. It makes I I do it every day and it always makes me laugh because it seems like I'm a grown up. Like I should have stopped doing this by now. It's so stupid and I love stupid things. So I think that's why I don't stop doing it. I need to meet this woman, if only because... We share affinities for pizza in a mm. pretty big way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, a, what a really awesome thing to do is to give yourself permission to just reconnect with your kid self. Yeah. And like take a, just like take a little more time. We need to take a break. More with Zach Rosen in a minute. Support for the Stateside Podcast comes from Kalamazoo College, offering a personalized education that combines critical thinking, curiosity, and creativity. Committed to preparing students for meaningful careers that make a positive impact on the world. More at kzoo.edu. Support for Michigan Public's Stateside Podcast comes from Lake Trust Credit Union, working to empower financial well-being for Michigan consumers, businesses, and communities. Committed to financial solutions and advice to support people and families. More information at laketrust.org. Some of the things people said to you had less to do with, you know, something physical like a shower and more to do with Mm -hmm. a a sort of philosophical practice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you tell us about Stephen Handel and what he had to say about morning routines? So Stephen Handel is a psychology blogger. He runs a blog called The Emotion Machine. And this is something that he has committed to doing every morning. I think this is something where I think, like, it takes a certain type of person who has their stuff together. I, I can't do this, but you might be this person who can do this, and I think you, you'll be better off for it. Let's listen. Reflect on a strength. Reframe a negative thought. Think about one thing you're grateful for. I do that every morning. Those are my three like tiny mental habits I do every morning. And it's a little thing, but you have to put in that work every day. Even if it's just five to 10 minutes, you have to 
it is effort. Reflect on a strength. Okay, so that's giving yourself props for something you're doing right. Mm-hmm. Uh, reframe a negative thought. Mm-hmm. Always good. What was the third mm-hmm. thing? Something that you're grateful for. That's that's a great practice every day. Absolutely. And it also, like, he talks about just developing the muscle for routines in general. Like, if you can do this every day, then you're you're training yourself to be able to develop, you know, new habits for in other areas of your life, too. But I think this is such a lovely one. So if you're someone who does morning pages or someone who journals, you don't have to do this in the morning either. It can be an evening routine too. It can be something that sometimes my family and I, we do like roses and thorns at dinner and buds. So roses, like great thing about your day, thorn, tough thing about the day and buds, something that you're hopeful for. So like, you know, make this your own. But I think if, if you build in this kind of um, self-reflection into your life, it's it's going to be helpful. I love that. So another person who reached out to you framed this in a totally different day, Natalie Ruskin. What was she wanting to talk to you about? Yeah, Natalie's this cool intersection of like journalist and coach. She used to work for the CBC. Now she she does coaching as well. So Natalie does this thing every morning. And Natalie's been doing this, I think, for like 20 years. And in this world in which we have so little control over so much, Natalie talks about surrendering to that and every morning she just like lists what she is powerless over let's take a listen by identifying that i'm powerless over these things i feel that i become empowered and then i just pause and i ask to be guided throughout my day by my higher power so something greater than me um to make it abundantly clear what my actions are meant to be Um, how I'm meant to show up. And I'm really kind of saying, like, take me, like, just Mm. use me, make me a channel and Mm. um, make it abundantly clear because otherwise I am in Natalie blinders mode. And I kind of wait for something to drop, like for me to feel a shift on a cellular level. I find that's really important for me. Otherwise, I'm kind of going through the motions. You know, I could kind of feel my shoulders going mm. down a couple inches as she was talking about that. That's really powerful. You want to do one? Wanna okay. Say something that we're powerless over. <sighs> Everything at home, <laughs> the laundry, whether my kids gonna do her chores today. Uh, you know, whether my cats feel like they're living a fulfilling life. <laughs> Whether my husband's shoulder feels better from his hockey injury. Like, there's so much that mm-hmm. I just can't fix today. Yeah. It kills me. And do you, do you uh, like, clock that when you acknowledge what you're powerless over? Does it feel? I I think, I mean, what she's talking about just doesn't even occur to me. This this feels like uh, it could be an important an important practice for me because, like, I'm such a type A. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I the, the to-do list is all, what can I fix today? What yeah. can I fix? Yeah. Of which there are a lot of things that we do have control over. Especially but... those of us who are caretaking in various ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to say, though, uh, what Stephen and Natalie had to say, these both feel very, very powerful. But I am not like a higher thought process person first thing in the morning. Did yeah. anybody talk to you about stuff that was just a little bit more boosting? Yes. There is one guest I had on. Her name is Brandy Stanley. She's a writer and podcaster. And she does this thing. <laughs> Let's just let her explain it. And so it's uh, actually listening to music and literally like hopping up and down <laughs> and running around my house, like imagining the, the big things that I want to happen have happened and how I would, would respond <laughs> if that were real. 
What's your soundtrack? I think it's like some pink song and other stuff I'm totally unwilling to admit. Maybe like Drake. Um, I just want you to paint a, a, a real vivid picture here. So you, you, you put the song on on your phone, on speakers. Yeah, for me, I don't do as well with music playing out like um, sort of in the environment. I want it like in my ears. And so I would put on headphones, stand in my living room in the morning, kick on the songs and then start like sort of imagining those things happening. And then I would like sort of either yell at the like the lyrics of the song or just like run around my house sort of waving arms, shouting, jumping up and down. Like I had just gotten news that what I wanted to happen had happened. <laughs> it's is completely it, is ridiculous. Is there whooping? Is there like, yeah, yeah. There's a lot is of, there, come on. Yeah, like There's a lot of that. Like, yes. <laughs> like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like just sort of freaking out. Oh, this is exhilarating. This, that was exhilarating to hear and then imagine me yeah. going, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, yes. it, it totally, like, it opens up some sort of, I think, energetic flow in your body where you're like, whoa, I feel that. Yeah. I'm 100% going to uh, do joy practice. I'm so stoked on that. <laughs> yeah, I'll report yeah. back. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like it's adaptable too, you know? There, there are other ways I think you can do that that feel real to you that don't mm-hmm. have to be forced like mm-hmm. that. But yeah. Imp- right. No, 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 you have to listen to Pink. You have to listen to Pink. <laughs> Everyone has to listen to Pink. Perfect. Love it. Brandy's got the method. It's this one's counterintuitive in a way that I think Natalie Ruskin's "Your Power" listening is is counterintuitive to me at least. Like this would be this would never occur to me because I'd be like, I don't want to get my hopes up, you know, don't get too excited, don't have high expectations. But she's like, no, just like act out what it would be like to get the thing in your life that you would want to. And Brandy describes it like this stuff has happened to her. And who knows by like you know did she did she manifest this? Was she already on the path to, for achieving this stuff? But just like opening up that that path to you know feel what it might feel like has been incredibly generative for her in a way that I would have never considered. I like the adaptability of it. I'm thinking Stevie Wonder classic period. Great. So like what song? What's uh, the first song? Oh, anything off of fulfillingness. I feel like um, uh, uh, heaven Heaven is 10 zillion light years away is just my automatic joy boost. It's not oh. quite the the bass bumper that, that Brandy's talking about there. but yeah, It doesn't have to be a bass bumper. Just positivity yeah. coming at your face in the morning yeah. and something that would, I don't know, I move a little more slowly in the morning, yeah. so that's more my pace, but it sounds great. What if you did shower belly into morning joy practice? <sighs> You'd, Actually, be, you'd be on cloud nine. Somebody in my life absolutely has to listen to Taylor Swift while she's in the shower. Uh-huh. So I feel like that's another that's another meld method. Yeah, meld. Maybe like more that. than one of these at once. Yeah. Well, I there's a lot we could say about mornings. I mean, there's a lot of great morning food and a lot of great uh, you know sleep practices that play into this too. But Zach, mm-hmm. this is really great advice. Thank you for it. I'm so grateful to have shared it. You're welcome. Zach Rosen is host of The Best Advice Show. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts. And I still get so much good out of it every single week. Zach, thank you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. That's the Stateside Podcast for today. I'm April Bear. You can find the full Stateside Show at michiganpublic.org. Today's podcast was produced by Rachel Ishikawa. Other producers on our show are Mike Blank, Ronia Kavansag, Mercedes Mejia, and April Van Buren. Our interns are Olivia Meradian and Laura Neong. And the executive producer of Stateside is Laura Weber Davis. 
Music for our pods comes from Blue Dot Sessions and from Audio Network. Thank you for listening, and please do stay safe out there with all the snow this weekend. We'll catch you next week. Hi, I'm Rebecca Williams. I'm Lester Graham. We've been working on a big project about Great Lakes birds called the Bird Connection. It will look at ducks and trumpeter swans. Egrets and herons. And piping plovers. Yes! We'll discuss what we've discovered at a Michigan Public Issues and Ale event. Including how some problems for birds are problems for people. It's at Arbor Brewing Company in Ypsilanti the evening of May 21st at 7. You can register at michiganpublic.org.